Hey guys, it's Melissa with the Chicken Sitter Podcast, and this is episode number 31, 10 Pet Peeves of a Professional Pet Sitter. My nose is a little stuffy, so bear with me. <laughs> I have to overpronounce everything. I would say one of the pet peeves, not all of these pertain to me, but one of the pet peeves would be people calling, clients calling, whether they're existing or new clients that are going away in a day or two or three and need care. I know when I um, plan a vacation, I get someone, a sitter or a family, months in advance just to make sure everything pans out right and I'm all set. Um, I know there are certain circumstances where maybe they had another pet sitter or a family member and all of a sudden they can't do it. That's totally understandable. But some, you know, some people I've heard from other pet sitters too, um, they think of it the day before, which is, I don't know, (laughs) not me, but okay. Uh, Either way, I mean, I'm happy to fit them in if possible. Um, I don't like to say no, just like a lot of people, a lot of dog walkers and pet sitters. We love our job. We love animals. We love meeting new animals. Um, We love seeing our existing clients. We don't want to say no let anybody down so we try to fit it, everybody into our schedule and jam pack it as much as we possibly can um eat lunch in our car breakfast in our car just so you know we can help out as much as we can and take care of as many animals as we can because that's what we love to do that's why it's our job uh, another thing is not requesting sufficient care so cats shouldn't go more than 24 hours without a pet sitting visit They shouldn't be left alone more than 24 hours. They need at least one visit a day. Um, Dogs need to get out for a potty break and get exercise at at least two. I mean, in my mind, I'm saying three or four times a day, but at least two times a day. I haven't run into that. I haven't had anybody say to me, hey, can you come for my dog once a day? No. Um, But I guess some people, you know, do run into that. So you want to keep that in mind if you're becoming a pet sitter. Um, or if you are a pet sitter, you have to say in your head, geez, you know, what they're requesting, does that sound reasonable? Is that going to be enough for that particular dog or dogs or animal that you're going to be taking care of? Um, not closing off any hiding places for cats. There are some cats that are very shy, um, and that's normal. And if we have to give medication, um, if you don't, block off a hiding spot, whether it's, you know, shutting the cellar stairs door um, and we have to medicate, it might be harder for us to get to them. I haven't run into that situation. Um, I've been lucky that way or any, you know, cat that I've had to get to to feed or um, let in, out, medicate. I've been pretty lucky that way where I've been able to find them or the owners have blocked off any hiding spots. So, that's one thing to think of if you are going to hire a cat sitter and, and they do need to get medicated. You might want to be like, oh, okay, where does Fluffy usually hide? Let me see if I can block that off and just make the visit a little easier for the cat and the pet sitter. Um, not providing enough supplies. Um, if you're going to go away, you want to make sure you have enough cat food, enough cat litter, dog food, medications. We don't want to run out while you're away, especially if you're out of the country. Um, I know as far as 
me as a pet sitter and dog walker, whether I'm coming just to walk your dog or, you know, pet sit your cat and whatnot. Um, if you run out of food, I do charge a little bit extra, but I will absolutely fit it somehow into my schedule for the day to grab that food for you. Um, so, you know, your pet's never going to go without. Another thing I've, I've seen a lot on different podcasts is um, some people leave their house with a lot of clutter. Um, and I, I was listening to a pod, podcast the other day and someone was complaining how they you know, had to step over clothing to get to the dog. And it was kind of crazy. I've never run into that um, circumstance. My, my clients, I mean, I got to say, awesome people. Everybody I've ever met has just been so nice and the pets are so awesome. So, I mean, I can see how somebody can run into that for sure. So, I mean, that's something you would see at a meet and greet. You might, you know, go, oh, okay. Um, you know, is this going to be here when I come? And you just kind of nonchalantly ask and they might go, oh, you know, don't worry about it. We're going to clean this up before you come, <laughs> um, if that worries you. Um, not cleaning the litter boxes before you leave. I know cats use a litter box a lot. So it's hard to tell unless it's like overloaded with urine and feces. Outside, inside, I mean, you could tell if it hasn't been cleaned in days and days. But cats do go a lot. So the owners may clean it before they go, but it may have been six hours since they've cleaned it. But you, you can pretty much tell, though. You can pretty much tell if it's been days that it hasn't been cleaned. Or if they did clean it and the cat just maybe just went a few times before you got there. But um, if you're going to hire a pet sitter, I would just make sure the litter boxes are clean. Just so, you know, it's good for your kitty and doesn't smell your house up. Um, not changing bed linens. I do overnight pet sitting. I haven't had a problem with that at all. Um, but I can see how some people would run into that. I know um, that wouldn't be an issue with me at all because if I'm there at least eight to ten hours, I just change the linens. Um, it'd be good to just make a little notebook, maybe if you're having an overnight pet sitter, as well as leaving notes. Um, you know, my linens are here. My towel, extra towels are here. Extra toilet paper is here. The shower works like this. Little stuff like that. Not providing parking. If you live in a busy city and there's not much parking, you might have assigned parking, maybe letting them know where to park so they have a spot um, to take care of your pet, park and not worry about getting a ticket. Another thing is not letting us know when you're home. You know, our responsibility doesn't end until you're back with your pets. Say your flight get canceled and we're assuming you're gonna be home at two and we don't hear from you. you know, I, I like to know when people are home, but everybody's busy. I mean, you're flying home, you're driving home, you might have four or five kids, I get it, totally get it. I've never had anybody not tell me, oh, by the way, we're home, everything's good, thank you so much. Um, but that's an important thing to be like, hey, we're home with Fluffy now, and um, you know, thank you so much, and um, everything's good. Just so we know they don't need to be fed again. Because, you know, like me, I don't have a problem coming out for another visit or two. You know, even if it's last minute, I'll fit you in. Just so I know that they've been let out for that last potty break before you get home. Um, they're fed. They're good. You know, they're safe and, and they're good. 
Okay, guys, well, snow is coming, I heard. Some sleet, rain in some areas. Kind of gloomy out there. But uh, we've had a pretty mild winter so far, so been lucky, knock on wood. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for listening like always, and I'll be back in a few days with another podcast. Take care.